You are listening to the All D20 Podcast. Hi, my name is Felicity Musso, and I play Camly Tonkbite. Hi, I'm Jeremy Bohan, and I play Mielsa Cooks, or Miles for short. Hi, my name is Carl, and I play Nine. Well met. I'm Joshua Deveni, and I play Boven Hoofmeyer. Hi, I'm Joseph Musso, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Season 2 of Avalonia and the All D20 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Game on, and now, let the adventure begin. Hi, my name is Joseph Legendary Musso, and you're listening to the All D20 Podcast. This episode is brought to you by our patrons and the Tabletop Game Shop. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite listening platform and check out alld20.com for more information about being a patron, buying merch, or just to listen to the show. Last time on All D20. Hey guys, so, you know, it's been a while since um, I've had a chance to talk to you, the wonderful audience. So basically, what I understand is that I guess some crazy dragon named Barnaby was throwing a party, but the adventurers didn't want to have anything to do with it, so they ended up stealing a present when he left. Which, you know, I can kind of get and kind of understand, but it is what it is, I guess, with the party. Anyway, so they ended up staying at the manor and hanging out, and Nine was developing some crazy backpack or something for Camly. Miles is kind of just disgruntled about the whole thing. Boven is just still going easy going. I did massage a knot out of his back, which he really appreciated. And then they ended up waking up the next day. I cooked them an amazing breakfast. They really enjoyed it and they were so grateful to me and everybody gave me hugs and kisses and said goodbye. And now they're back into the desert. Let's see what happens next. You guys make your way out of the manor into the night. You can hear crickets chirping in the distance. You can hear the sound of bugs making sweet little lullabies as you guys start making your way out into the desert. What you can see though is a very clear, beautiful night. There are stars that go for miles. It almost looks like a mixture of purple and pink and blue in the sky with the moonlight silhouetting the rest of it. You can actually see shadows of the moonlight hitting off of the cacti as you guys are walking. It's a little chilly, chillier than you guys expected, considering that the blistering heat was much more difficult to to handle. But you know, you're, you're noticing that you need to kind of wrap yourself up in some furs or a, some sort of cloak or some some extent to that, so that you can beat off the cold chill of the desert night. Oh wait, I wish I packed a cloak or something. And Come here, we can cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want... I know we've got this this teleportation scroll, but I don't think it's a good idea for us to go back to my mom empty-handed. When she wants something, she wants something. And I'm already in hot water. So I think we should head back to Barnaby and get this scale. I mean, we already know what we need to do. We gotta go find the Kiva Wonders. Yeah, I'm assuming it's near where he was. That assumption might be inaccurate, Kemley. Why? Because if the Cave of Wonders was near Barnaby, he would have gotten it himself. Hmm, that's a good point. Do you think he knows where it is? I don't, I think he said he didn't. Hmm. So are you guys standing and talking? Or are you guys walking? What? 
where are we where are we walking to? Just I think we shuffling. should head back west. <laughs> I'm going to the Cave of Wonders. I'm not going back to my mom empty-handed. Come mm-hmm. on, Miles. How do you know the Cave of Wonders is that way? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good point. It could be in those ruins. I don't believe Tamley's <laughs> mental state has been repaired. <laughs> I am still kind of exhausted. Oh, you still tired? Nine, as you're shuffling by, you actually kick something hard in the desert sand. Oh. Hmm. Curious. What is this? I'll reach down and grab it. You reach down and grab it? All right. As you reach down and grab, you notice that it's um in the moonlight. It's kind of hard to see. It has this, like, grainy texture to it as you reach down and grab it. And it's it's in the sand pretty... It's pretty solidified in that sand. I'll pull it. All right. Give me a strength check. 12. So you're tugging and you're tugging and you get some of it out and you notice that it's kind of curved. It's grainy of texture. It's a little bit curved, but it's in that sand pretty deep. What is it made out of? A bone. Thing? Curved bone. Boven, I have found a curious looking bone. Mm-hmm. Could you help me remove it from the sand? I'm not going to fetch. <laughs> I'm not asking you to fetch. Oh. I'm asking for your assistance. Oh, right. I head over <laughs> and I, I investigate it and try to pull it out of the ground if I can. All right. Um, give me a strength check. Both or just one? Oh, uh, you can assist and just give him uh, or both rolled separately. 10. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. So without too much effort, Bowen does manage to pull this, <gasps> this giant looking thing out of the Oh boy. (laughs) And you notice that it's like got this long, spindly, snaky feel as he's ripping out of the sand. And you actually have a pincer in your hand. And that pincer starts. And the whole body starts moving as this giant, like, snake like bone naga immediately snaps its pincers down on Bovin. Put it back. Put it back. <laughs> oh, no. Put it back. Agreed. It does not. <laughs> you managed to let go in time before the pincers can grab you. Roll a four. Um, <laughs> and there's this thing now staring at you. Its eyes now turn red that glint and glimmer in the darkness, and they just glow, and you just hear this raspy, I'm hungry. Roll for initiative. All right, 25 to 20. Oh, 15 to 20. 17. 18. 18. 15. So nine miles above in. Five to 10? Seven. Okay. This is the highest I've ever I think. Camly <laughs> and rolled a one. All right, so nine, you are up. How big is this head? Ed's head is about the size of your torso. Good. This should be an accurate shot. And I'll pull out my crossbow. Okay. Um, light the tip of it and load one of the um, explosive arrows and shoot right into the head. Nice. A 17. 17 does hit. You watch as the arrow shoots right into its mouth and actually gets lodged into the spinal column on the back of its spindly snake-like neck. For eight points of damage. All right. If you are hungry, you should feast on this. 
It is now Miles' turn. I'm just going to walk up and try and pin its tail into the ground, I guess. Okay. I tried it. 25? 25, yes. That, that is successful. Are you pinning it with the trident? Yes. Okay. All right. I got you. I forgot what a D8 looked like for a second. When you hit the tip of the tail, you notice a cling sound like the tail is actually wrapped around something. Huh. 10 piercing damage. 10 piercing damage. Nice. Oh, I think it's got something underneath it. Okay, Povin, you are up. Does it look like this was a real snake at one point? And it, it's like animal. Yes, it does. It looks like it was a real snake at one point or snake-like. Hmm. Where's the Cave of Wonders at? I'll tell you when you're medium rare. <laughs> That's not going to happen. And I pull out my weapon and take a strike at him. All right. Kind of want, I don't know if I'm going to hit hurt someone else if I use this hammer, the ability it has. So, no rage, just, just roll this map. Which is like a, an 11. 11? Yeah, unfortunately, as you're trying to smack it, it just kind of coils its whole body around the weapon, and you just hear this... <laughs> hey! And then I go for another swing. That's a 12. <laughs> and it lands right into the dust, and you just hear this like... You have to do better than that. Don't you set me. And I think... Yeah, that's all I can do. All right. Kimley. Oh... Take this, and I'm going to run up at the tail. I heard that sound, and I'm going to, with my bread knife, I'm going to swipe at the tail, whatever we heard the clean get. Okay. I have to roll a disadvantage, so. How many exhaustion points do you have? One. I had two when we slept. Yeah, but I I don't think attack rolls are affected on. No, I think it's. uh... I think you're good. It's only ability scores. Oh, okay, well. I got a, I rolled a five and a four, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> yeah, so, so you just hit dirt. Oh, and then bonus action, disengage. I'm out of here. <laughs> and she, she runs away. Uh, it's just ability checks. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you're good. Sweet. Now it's the Naga's turn. So the Naga turns to the only one that really heard it and whispers, Hey, friend, you should help me defeat them. What say you? Oh no. Roll wisdom saving throw for me, please. Who? Because both me and nine. I'm staring at nine. Okay. Calculating <laughs> odds of success. I got an 11. You are charmed by this thing. The odds of success are high. I will team with you. Excellent. Defend me and help me kill this prey. We're hungry. That's the Naga's turn, and it is now going to be Nine's turn. Oh, I don't like the look in your eyes, Nine. What's gotten over you? I knew he'd betray us at one point. My calculations have determined that you should die. (laughs) (laughs) Targeting Camly. I'm all the way over here, though. Does it matter? I have a crossbow. Oh, okay. So I I aim my crossbow towards Camly, load a bolt, and fire the natural one. Natural. <laughs> All right, let's grab a natural one card. What happens? Oh, neener, neener, neener. <laughs> so range attack, shattered confidence. You have disadvantage on attack rolls until you can successfully hit. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good for the team. Yes. Not good. Not good for the Naga. Team Naga, no. Team <laughs> other. Team Oz, yes. All right. Let's see. So that is nine's go. Bonus action. Anything? I will move uh, fifteen feet away from the party. Uh, west, east, north. Towards you. Towards me. Yeah. Oh, me physically. Okay. So you move fifteen feet east towards the Naga. The Naga considers you a friend the spindly part of a big portion of this massive snake-like body kind of wraps around you protectively like some sort of bone armor. Nice. All right, Miles, you're up. I'm just going to attack its tail again, try and break whatever it's attached to. Oh, 22. Yeah, 22 definitely works. Yes. Feed us are pretty. Nine piercing damage again. Nine piercing damage? Yep. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. So you do. You smack it pretty hard. You actually hear a little crack sound in some of the portions of the bone. They kind of break off, and you just hear this. Oh, you haven't been drinking your milk. <laughs> Let go of the Tin Man. Raise up my weapon and strike. Okay. Attack. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. You you <laughs> you glance off of the bone. And it just doesn't do any damage. What is going on here? <laughs> For someone so strong, you're so weak. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> raise my weapon for another strike. That's gonna hit. Like a million, like 23. 23? All right. It's about time. <laughs> I don't like this guy. <laughs> oh, it's all in the technique. About 12 damage. All right. Starting to look very hurt. Like you get, a, you got a good smack. You actually broke a couple of the ribs, and you almost smacked nine. Got very close. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you they were enemies. I agree. Naga, what are your attacks so that we may coordinate? Ah, excellent. I can cast deep spells, like lightning bolt. I too can cast lightning bolt. We should cast it together. Agreed. What is going on here? Really? Can <laughs> we hear this? Up. Did you guys have a conversation before the game? <laughs> no. No. Uh, Camly, you're up. Okay. Lababentur. And I say the command word to manifest a dragon tail. All right. You now have a dragon tail. It's a cute little dragon tail. Pope. I'm done with you. You let go of my friend. And I swing with my tail. <laughs> you're done with your tail. I do. Tail versus tail. What <sighs> did you roll? 12. Uh, well, yeah, I, I 12. Yeah, unfortunately. You smack against the, the, the tail of this this beast and it just hurts your tail. Oh, dang it. <laughs> and I disimpose that action, disengage, and I back away. Okay, so it's the Naga's turn. The Naga is going to do a lightning bolt. And it's going to do a lightning bolt that was going to hit Bovin and Camley. It's a straight diagonal line. So it is a dexterity saving throw. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 and? Natural 20. Natural 20. Oh, wow. Okay, so both of you only take 13 points of <laughs> lightning damage. Only 13. It's half. Maybe you can do better. It's your turn, nine. Should I have tried a wisdom saving throw at the last turn? Oh, yeah. Try your wisdom save for sure. 11. Yep. I will try my best to make you proud, Naga. And I'll move 
one space closer to Bovin. Yep. To get in line and I'll open my mouth. Bovin, would you like to ride the lightning? And <laughs> I'll open my mouth, touch the tattoo, and, and wow. let go of the lightning bolts. <laughs> so you're going to hit Bovin and Miles then, right? Yes. Okay. So oh. you have to roll a dexterity save. It's brutal, dude. Metallica played in my head. <laughs> 15 is the save. Oh, What'd you roll? A 12. Ouch. What'd you roll, Jeremy? Seven. Ooh. Ooh, full damage. Yeah. 28. Oh, 28 Ooh. points of damage. <laughs> and I'm out. Oh, no. <laughs> out? Yeah, I, had, I don't know. I had 40 hit points from last time. No, don't we make rested. it well done. You rest? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, yeah. You guys up. are full. You, yeah, you guys woke up. You're at full health. Oh, well, then I should fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you guys just stepped out of the manor and then stepped on the knock. I was going to say, what so, the, that would have knocked okay. me out full health. 28, you said? Yes. Yeah, 28 oh, and 13 from the other one, so. I'm down to 17 already. <laughs> I 28? Jesus, Carl. Are you impressed, Naga? I am very impressed, but try to make sure that it's medium well. Understood. I'm impressed. <laughs> Checking. Right, so that's nine's turn. Checking. Go ahead and roll. Checking. Resistance to brainwashed. Natural 20. Oh, yeah. You nice. broke through. You broke through. Look what you've done, nine. What do you mean? Just look at Bovin and Miles. <laughs> there's like smoke coming out <laughs> of both of them. There's like a weird, like there's a delicious smell coming from Bovin and a less delicious smell coming from Miles. I smell all too familiar. <laughs> it smells like ozone. Did you have a computer virus? <laughs> Does he still have the bone thing wrapped around him? Yeah, the Naga's still wrapped around him, yeah. Giving him a nice little hug. It's like bone armor. Don't forget to attack again, friend. Miles, you're up. All right, I'm going to cast Vampiric Touch, and a red mist emanates from my hand as I, or I guess my trident as I stab him. Okay. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Give me that card. What does it do? Touch of your shadowy hand can siphon force some other players to make a smelly spell attack against a creature within your reach. On a hit, the target takes 3d6 necrotic damage, and you're gaining hit points equal to half the amount. Sweet. Uh, don't. And All right. It lasts for a minute concentration. Oh, what is the what is the concentration part do? Oh no, I, I it's one minute, but it requires concentration, so I can regain keep, health for a minute. Oh, I see. All right. So you, you can keep casting the spell for one minute. Triple damage. All right, 3d6. Let's see. 3d6. Let's do it. 81 necrotic damage. You watch as the trident stabs down into this creature. Red mist wraps around this creature and then starts eating away at the bone and whatever force is holding this together. And the necrotic energy starts filling it and you just watch as it starts slowly crumbling into dust and you hear it say, the Cave of Wonders is located and then no! <laughs> Where? Where? I bring up my weapon and look at nine. <laughs> You're going to say anything? Bovin, what are you, you just, doing? You... Oh! <laughs> Do you not see the state of my body right now? You did this. We were fighting the Naga. 
<laughs> Back me up here, Camly. He you us. you attacked them. You attacked Bovin and Miles. One you don't sec. remember this? One second. You know, just, like my eyes will be fluttering, um, different colors as I'm replaying. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. That's all you have to say. I was under control of the Naga. Oh, all right. My apologies. Are you okay? I've seen better days, but I'm okay. Oh, you owe him some healing. Torque. You know, touch Torque, touch the green cross, and please activate your healing. I think he owes it to you too, Miles. And it starts oh, uh, up. It. it levitates and then starts shooting beams of green light. Towards all the full help. Cool. Over, now, like as this is happening... Am I in the vicinity of that as well? Yes. He, he'll float around and heal all of you. Okay. The, the little rabbit that's been hiding in your pouch comes out and starts hopping up to your shoulder. And then it starts rubbing its cheek against yours. And you hear the grinding sound of metal touching metal. And then its eyes flash blue. And then it starts like scratching its ear a little bit. And then it starts going, tapping you on the shoulder. I'll look over. What do you want? And then you hear like this whirring and clicking sound as it's trying to communicate. And then it just starts going. I'll do a intelligence check to see what. Yeah, give me an intelligence roll. Seven. <laughs> it looks at you and then just hops down and then starts hopping in the area in a circle in the area that the tail of the Naga was at. There can only be one furry mascot. Right, Radisker? <laughs> Radisker just pops out of your, your beard, looks at the fur, pulls it, and then points at that that's solid metal and then stares at you like, what? And then immediately goes back into your beard. <laughs> Miles, I, didn't I, you say that you found something? Yeah, it's like it had its tail wrapped around something underneath the sand. We should dig. I I can speak with small beasts. You can try. Let me see if I can figure out what this bunny is saying. Hey, little bunny, come here. And I go over to it and I put my ear down to its mouth. And you hear this... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't understand that. Did you hear that? And it starts Nine? hopping in a circle around that, that spot that... I did. We should dig in this spot. <laughs> and I'll pick up the bunny. All right, the bunny hops onto your, your shoulder, starts nuzzling the inside of your neck, and... I'll sit down and get to work on crafting a shovel. All right. So it shouldn't take you very long as an artificer to craft a shovel. And you start digging. And eventually after, you know, night gets darker and it gets quieter and you hear sounds of wolves howling in the distance or coyotes, you're not sure. You've not really experienced much of desert life. And eventually you hear this cling, cling. I have found something. Bovin, would you mind assisting? Okay, hold on. The last time Bovin assisted, we had to fight the Naga. I don't know yeah, if we don't should trust pull you. anything else out. <laughs> Do it on your own. <laughs> Fine. Kemily, would you like to inspect this? Oh, okay. I'll check it out. All right. So are you going to peer down? How close do you get? 
It's never good when he asks. I know. I'll I'll get just a couple of inches away from the the edge and just kind of see what I can see from. It's pretty dark. It's a big hole. Oh, I don't know if I should look in this. Does Does anybody have any light? I do. Torque, please light this area. And then Torque starts lighting. Nice, soft, luminescent glow. Can I see any better? So you look down and you see something sparkle back at you. Oh, what is that? It's sparkly. There's something sparkly here. And I get closer to the edge. (laughs) All right, so as you get closer, you notice like there's like a weird dome-shaped sparkle. That's all you can really see. Everything else is buried. But as the luminescent light uh, flickers off of the the image of the torque, you can just see, like, just almost, it's almost see-through. It's very strange. You can just see the sparkle of, of something. Well, it's not gold, but it's a sparkly dome of some kind of thing. And I think I can see through it, but I can't make out what's, what's on the other side or in it or, I don't know. I suggest you come closer. I'm not going any closer. <laughs> and I, I back away. I'll dig more around it. So it takes you longer, you know, it takes another hour or two to slowly dig. And now you actually start to see what appears to be some form of a humanoid head and then shoulders of something made of solid glass. I am completely uncertain of what this is. I need some assistance. Why do we need to pull it out? (laughs) This could be the cave. If there's another creature... And I go over to get and flex my muscles to pick it up. If there's another creature, you're fighting it on your own. And I try to pull it. <laughs> All right, give me a straight check. A cave in the ground. That is usually where they're located. It's only an 11. 11? Yeah, you can't get mo- It's very, very deep in the sand. Ooh, I'm still sore from being struck by lightning. <laughs> that Naga sure did have some interesting abilities. Well, I could drink my potion. Oh, oh give me one second. Trying to think of something that'd be good at digging in sand. I do have a shovel. <laughs> These are made for digging. <laughs> Objects, dirt, sand, gravel. All Possibly right, mud. Uh, Actually, that would have probably been lower. I forgot I have exhaustion, so. <laughs> did, how many did you have? One or two? I have one right now. So this is ability checks. Strength is an ability check. Yeah. But you slept. Well, he had two. Oh, two. okay. Yeah. You guys need one more night of rest. All right. Let's throw all this. I'm going to conjure animals. I'm going to conjure eight giant badgers to help us dig. (laughs) So eight giant badgers appear. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And you just hear badger, 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 as they're digging. No, no, no. None of that. Just badger. And they're digging. Open up some of my... You know, my panels that are on my body and just start knocking out sand and look up. <laughs> Miles, couldn't you have done this hours ago? I was thinking of something that'd be good at digging in the sand. I'll just sigh and facepalm. <laughs> and eventually you get to the point where there is this very beautiful, solid glass statue. And it's holding a party hat in its hand. And we'll find out next time. Oh. Oh. Damn it. No. <laughs> I was sitting there with bated breath. <laughs> oh. mm. All right, name. Nine the Betrayer. 
<laughs> Badger. Badger. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Why'd it have to be MS snakes? <laughs> Why'd it have to be snakes? <laughs> How did sand get in there? <laughs> don't pull on random things. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like that. Don't pull on random things. I like it too. All right. We'll make it that one. Felicity. You can head over to our website, aldi20.com, and that's where you can find all our links to our social media on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can also find our merch. It'll directly link you to a tabletop game shop, and you can use the code ALDI20 for 20% off. Um, You can find all the kinds of things about our characters and pretty much anything you want to know about the show is on aldi20.com. You can also find Jeremy... On Instagram at Magthar. And Carl. Instagram, nine underscore tries. And Josh. You can find me on Twitch and Instagram at Count Joshua. And you can find myself on Instagram at Aldi20 underscore Felicity M and Joseph. Uh, You can find me at Aldi20 underscore uh, Joseph or Joseph underscore Aldi20. One may or may not be at Mimic. Guys, check out uh, Bedtime Fairy Fails, pretty cool group. And uh, check out Grimm's Tavern on YouTube as well. They're also a really cool group. I've actually had the pleasure of being a character from this show on there. So check them out. It's fun stuff. It's a great show. Um, I also want to point out that we have some great stuff on Patreon, which you can also find on aldi20.com. And I just want to be, you know, open and honest about this. We appreciate every single one of you that take time, energy, and effort out of your day to listen to our content. And we do put a lot of work into this content. And I'm sure that you guys have noticed that the sound has improved immensely. We've hired people to help us with our voice acting ability. Um, we're really trying to bring this to the next level. So if you have the ability to uh, share, you know, share and, and help support through patreon.com, that's amazing. If you don't, spread the word. Tell other people, hey, check out Aldi20 or go leave us a review on any of the review platforms that are available. Any way that you can help us grow this because we want this to be successful and we want this to be something that um, we can do long-term. We want to do this for the next 10 years. But in order for us to be able to do that, we have to meet certain goals so that we can keep paying the people that are helping us grow this project. And we need your help to do that. So any help that you can do whatsoever in that regard, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for being fans. Thank you for listening to the show. And we've got so much feedback and fan mail and so much other stuff that's just neat as heck. And it really brightens our day. And without further ado, game Game on. And now for our patron-only content. Sorry about the lightning bolt. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty awesome, man.